Hey, everybody. I'm Neil Brennan. I have a, a Netflix special called Blocks in which I go over my personal blocks, things that make me feel like something's wrong with me, something that makes me feel alone, isolated in the world. And then somebody had the idea, Jimmy Carr had the idea to have other people on a podcast where they tell me what their blocks are. They tell me what makes them feel crazy, isolated, alone in the world. We get vulnerable and people thank us for it. Bobby Lee is our guest today. I didn't say his name with any conviction. I said it weird because he's making weird faces that feel judgmental. But with Bobby, they might be judgmental. They might be totally about Bobby. That's so crazy. Yes, you're right. <laughs> it's about me. <laughs> it's totally about me. Yeah, I, I like it. I like your intro. Thank you for having me on. And I, you know, um, you know, I was texting you all day today. Like, what's the address? What's the address? And you never texted me back. And then finally, you did. So that's why I'm here. Thank you. Thanks I for having me. Thanks didn't for having me. Text you back because I was recording a podcast with a uh, Ronnie Chang. Yeah. Um, see, I would say that you're thank you. You're in different categories, <laughs> but I don't think he's higher than you. No, he's I, not. He's not. He's not. Yeah, but you know, it's funny. Even that I because I said that it it goes with the thing of my thing. So it's like when we get to that point, yeah, I'm yeah, gonna tell yeah, you yeah, what yeah, it is. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yes, the thing that I do. You know, you always feel like you're drowning socially. Yeah, I'm a drowner, but you're not. I know. I'm like but Michael Phelps with drowning. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you yeah, think yeah. you're drowning and you're winning medals. I'm winning, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Once I realized you knew you were winning, it made it less fun to watch you drown. But wait, wait, I still so enjoy watching at, you at, drown. At, at one point, it was fun to watch me drown? At some point, I thought you didn't know you were winning. And then I realized... I've always won. This is, this is the I'm a champion. secret Bobby that I I'm love. I'm a fucking champion. Machiavellian, competitive Bobby who wants to... Uh, what I believe Whitney called us sore winners. Whitney Cummings said that I'm you a sore and I winner. are sore winners. I am, yeah. You're winning, and you're still mad for when you were losing. When you're winning, you can't say you're winning. No. Yeah, you have to pretend you're losing. Yes. Because as a comic, it's like if you're saying I'm killing it, it's weird. Kevin Hart does it funny. Yeah. Where he's yeah. winning, and it's fun to watch him say he's winning. Oh, right, right, right. But he's 5'5". Five, five. Yeah, can you yeah, imagine? You can say that, yeah. Can you imagine being that height? Yeah, I'm 5'4". And he's not no, I'm five. saying, I'm could you imagine being that tall? I'm taller than him. Are you taller than him? Yeah, because I did a movie with him, and I I walk, I stood by him, and I'm like this much. That's got to feel pretty good. And he's not 5'5". Five, 5'3". Five. Five, three. Five, three. Now, you understand this this podcast because you feel, you feel pretty crazy. You feel like something's wrong with you. You felt like something's wrong with you from the probably your first conscious memories. No, not that I thought there was something wrong with me. There was something wrong with the world. And oh, the, you thought it was the world? <laughs> no, it, no, 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 I'm, no, no. I'm saying I never thought it was. I thought the world was just kind of like harsh and unfair. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. Like I was born and I looked around my house and I go, this doesn't seem right. There's a lot of violence and things yes. going on that like I'm scared. Why am I scared? And then you turn on the TV and you see the white people. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. All holding hands at the dinner table and doing this. Yeah. I don't know what, so, what no, no, show but, that is, but yeah, yeah, yeah. It was white people. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. I'm like, I don't want that. Eight is enough. Remember, eight is oh, enough. I love eight is enough. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And um, it was never like that. So I was, oh, I, I always knew. Like um, one time, my dad, um, we were having dinner, and he didn't like the noodle. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you know, because you know, Asians are very particular about noodles. Sure, of course. <laughs> you know, I don't like noodle. This noodle. You know what I mean? And he took the table. 
and he threw it up. Do you know that anytime I see an Asian person get angry in public, I assume it's about noodles? <laughs> so right. this is great. It's either noodles me. or rice. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But those are the two things we're mad about. <laughs> two categories. <laughs> two categories. He's getting mad about two things. Asian <laughs> noodles yeah, or yeah, rice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and so he, and then he threw the food. And I remember like the noodles and the rice and everything. And the kimchi was stuck on the ceiling. Wow. And my mom was crying. Yeah. I was like five. Yeah. Right. I couldn't eat dinner that night because it's up in the ceiling. Yeah. I mean, I think I opened my mouth. Yeah. yeah. See if get I a ladder. Something. Get but, on your brother's yeah, yeah. shoulders. But then I, w- I was, and then I remember going to my room going, yeah, I don't want to be here. I feel so, we've never talked about this. Yeah. That's absolutely was my experience. Yeah. I remember watching a movie and I like, it was like cool and black and white. And I was maybe six or seven. And I was like, this is so good and cool. And it, and it was dog day afternoon. Oh, right. And looking back, I'm like, why was I watching dog day afternoon yeah, yeah, yeah. as a kid? And it's just cause your whole point of view is warped. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's all warped from right. this fucking severe environment yeah and then you end up liking harsh shit and my movie was elephant man same exact i am not an animal yes. right i'm like that's you shouldn't me. like elephant man yeah you shouldn't like the it. girl doesn't like him that's me yes because his face is all fucked yeah because i grew up in minnesota so i always thought like there was no other like asians in my school so it's just they used to throw snowballs at my head and go eskimo you know what i mean i should be running crying you know what I mean? And then I would go home and I would like experience what my dad, you know what I mean, was doing. And so it's like. Was your dad, do you remember him being crazy every day or just no, was th- it no, when no, he drank? No. That's the problem though. If you could like figure out, like in November he goes crazy. Yes. Right? So at November I could just like not show up or be like, stay in my room. But it was so random. It's the absolute lack of predictability. I and it. the arbitrariness of when you got hit, why you got hit. hmm why you got shit thrown at you. Yeah. It was always going to be about noodles or rice, but it was. <laughs> yeah. No, it, for him with me, it was a, he would beat me for looking at him. Don't look at me. You know what I mean? In Korean, he would say that. And then he would hit me. And he was like, like guys like Ronnie Chang and other Asians, they go, oh, my, our parents are strict. Like I have a friend named Gene. You know, Gene Hong, he's a friend. He's Korean. Yeah. He's a writer. And Gene goes, my dad used to beat me with a ping pong paddle. My dad used to beat me with a ping pong table. Like he was extra, like he was like the Korean Hulk, and he would just pick it up, smash you over my head. You know what I mean? Like he was crazy, and so it was just like survival. And I, I'm like really not violent at all. Like I'm more like, I'm like very sensitive. Yeah, <laughs> and sensitive. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so I just kind of like internalized everything, and I just kind of like made like I made jokes at school to survive to make friends. And I was always in trouble. I did drugs at an early age, and that's how I survived. What age? I did meth at eleven. Wow. Yeah. Weed, meth, LSD, all that shit. Eleven, twelve in that time period. And where did you do meth? Oh, there was a kid that was skateboarding by my house, and he flipped a skateboard over, and he was he did a line of meth. That's about the. And I just walked across the street, and I went, "Can I?" I didn't even know what it was. And it's funny, but you I just out. knew, like, I, I go, whatever, is, if that's going to make me feel better, different than I am now, I want to do it. And then I would sneak into my dad's um, liquor cabinet and also his, he was such an alcoholic that he would have a refrigerator in the garage. Oh, my dad had that. Yeah. yeah and for I, just it, for beer? Just for beer. Yep. Your dad had that? Yep. Yeah. And so my mom was like, would stock it. And so I could just 
drink as much beer as I wanted and no one would know. Yeah. And what? when did you realize like why well, is this like this this podcast? It's getting deep, huh? Yeah, that's what I do. You should watch my Netflixes. They're pretty deep. Yeah. <laughs> and did, would you try to relate to other kids? Like, well, you we're all gonna get fucked up and they'd be like, What are you talking about? I found the crew. Okay. You find a crew and then it's like my crew is weird because I don't want to name names, but um there was some homosexual reality going on. Homosexuality? Homosexuality. How, how do you say it? Homosexuality. D- tell me more. What do you mean? Yeah, and then you would get drunk at a party, and then like a friend of yours would go, hey, come and suck my dick behind this bush. And do you think they were gay, or they were just weird at, like, at that age where it's like, Yeah, middle maybe. school, I don't know, maybe. No, I don't think they're gay, no. Right. But, I, but it was still like, it seemed rapey. Yeah. Well, then, if it, you know what <laughs> yeah, they yeah. say, if it seemed rapey, it's rapey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was like, but I said also, I was, there was so much going on that, back then that it was like, it was just another thing. You know? Also, do you remember childhood as all terror? Well, it was mostly terror, but there was like, you know, um, moments of um, relief. Yeah. And there was moments of levity and there was moments of like, my dad would feel so guilty. He was like, let's go Disneyland. Oh, it, so he did feel guilty. Yeah. So we'd be like, oh, we're at Disneyland. This is cool, right? But then he would get drunk and then, you know what I mean, go hog wild again, you know? So it's like, he felt guilty. And it's and, and so funny because when I graduated from high school, because he, you know, when I got on Mad TV, he was on sketches. I didn't even know that. Oh, yeah. Like he did a sketch with me and Ike Barinholtz. Yeah. In a bathtub. And my dad had lines and everything. Did they, uh, was he your dad? Was he like, Bobby's yeah, he played my dad. Here. Yeah, yeah. We would right. do sketches like, you know, Ike visits my parents' house for Thanksgiving. You know what I mean? And my actual parents would be in the scene. That's wild. It was wild. And my dad was, everyone would love them. Yeah. Your dad's so cool. He was so cool when I graduated from high school. Oh, like he was. He changed so dramatically. That's funny. So you think the stress guy. of having kids was like too much for him? No, I think what happened was um, one day when I was 16 years old, my dad, he used to take golf clubs and beat, you know, just hit my legs with it as hard as he could. And I remember I was on the wrestling team in high school. And I was just so loaded, you know what I mean? That one day he, he picked up a golf club. And I went, you know what? I'm going to pick up a golf club too. <laughs> and we're going to go. And we went at it. Like, I hit See the home. same size as you? Around the same At time? that point, I was, he was smaller. Right? It's go time. Let's and go. I hit him once in the ribs with a fucking iron, nine iron. Like... As yeah, hard as yeah, you could. like Tiger Woods style. It almost broke his ribs, and he dropped. Well, how did it not? Yeah, he dropped his fucking golf club and just went into the room. He never touched me again. Fuck! I wish I had that moment. You never had that because I had golf clubs. <laughs> that you should have. Golf I clubs are know, great. I didn't know that we could <laughs> use them against our dad. Yeah, you I, can. You can. <laughs> I was using you can, them. Wrong. You can. That would. I had so many <laughs> golf clubs. Yeah, and it never occurred to me. That I could you use can it. you can, fuck yeah. And that why, why was didn't the end you? Of it. Why didn't you? Because you thought that the consequences would be too severe. Yeah, it was the idea of hitting my dad is like was impossible. But did he hit you? Yeah, yeah. You're my brother yourself. one time. One of my brothers threw him. This is like the kind of guy my dad was. He like went into my brother's room. My brother was probably eighteen or twenty, and like tried to start a fight, and my brother. Peter threw my dad into a closet, <laughs> like through the door onto the ground, and then my dad goes picking on an old man, huh? Which is like, oh, that's fucking bullshit. You fucking weirdo! You started the fight. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. And then it's like this weird gaslighty thing of picking out an old man. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I think that got in my head because, and then I was like, well, now I can't hit him with a golf club. Now I have to just play golf. Well, you can't randomly hit him one day at breakfast. I mean, but if he's attacking you, then yeah. you pick up the golf club. Yeah, I w- yeah, it yeah. just never got to wow. that. Wow. You were in California or in Minnesota when this happened? Minis- no, California then. Well, it do, feels you, like a California move. It's a California move. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not a Minnesota move. No. Yeah, yeah. Midwest? Ice pick. Yeah, That's there Minnesota. you hit him with an ice pick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, skates. Skate, yeah, skates. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's very interesting. And. But luckily, I got sober early. How early? I was a junior in high school. What made you go to the treatment centers? Oh, I, I got kicked out of school, and I was like not, and I was just doing so much meth and 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 weed and and. Me- I the people are gonna think I'm crazy. I've heard a lot of good things about meth. It's the best. Yeah, that's what I've heard. I had a girlfriend who had done meth, and she was like, "My teeth had never looked better, and all you do is fuck." Yeah, you can't come though. That's a problem. Oh my god, oh, I'm because I was so young and I wasn't fucking then. But I would jerk off like crazy. And you couldn't come. It would take me three hours. Yeah. yeah my, dick, my dick would bleed, Save literally. Well, you know I mean? Yeah, that's not good. Yeah, yeah. But um, eventually you'd get there. Yeah. But, but it would come I, out as powder, right? <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> I don't know. Anyhow, yeah, go yeah. ahead. And then you'd snort that and <laughs> yeah, start the yeah, whole yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> so that's funny. So then my senior year, I would go to A meetings out in La Jolla. And then when I gradu- graduated from high school, I, um, I just moved to La Jolla. And I lived two blocks from the comedy store. Yeah. So that's how the comedy thing started. When you're getting kicked out of schools and like authorities are going and cops and like weird. Do you think this is a normal life or do you know like this is falling apart? I don't really understand it. But let's just see what happens. No, the goal was death. I did not want to live. Because even I would though, go to this cliff by my like, there's like a little cliff, and I would stand there for days and go, should I jump? Should I jump? I mean, I want, I didn't want to be here. And what were the thoughts like? Let's just do it. This is the day. I do it. Do it. And I, I don't know. It was just, I think the fear of the pain. Right. Right. And then it, what if it? Because it wasn't that high of a thing. I think I probably would have broken the leg. Yeah. Right. And then it was be, it'd be a call for, I mean, a cry for help. Yeah. Almost. Because I wanted to do, if I was going to do it, I wanted to do it. Like, if I worked in, if I lived in San Francisco, I probably would have died. I would just got to the fucking had access gate. to bridges. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, I had no access to that. You know what I mean? So, um, but I would just stand there and just go, should I just jump? Because I just hated it, you know? Like, you would wake up miserable? Or you was it like a negative tape in your head? Yeah, just that hole in your soul. Yeah. You know what I mean? And no future. I and mean, that's the thing. It's like, especially like in sophomore, junior, I would get, my grades were terrible so i knew college wasn't the thing right and i like i don't know how i'm going to survive in the future i have no skills whatsoever so i was just like oh i i I don't know what to do i'm like i envisioned like maybe working at like maybe like at a home depot or something yeah but that was like it which is not not bad if you if you work at home depot that's a great job but they shouldn't kill themselves what they shouldn't kill themselves (laughs) they shouldn't kill themselves that's a good job and then you got sober and how long were you sober for that time almost 13 years Wow. Yeah. So you moved here, started doing stand up, started. I relapsed when I was on that TV. Right. Okay. Yeah. I knew that you did, but I didn't know that. And then you then you got sober again for on my second year of Matt the end of my second year of Matt TV during that summer, I got sober again. Okay. And then you were sober seventeen years after that. So you're making it longer. Next time will be twenty? 
21? No, be, no, because I relapsed when my dad died, and then I only lasted like nine months or whatever. Oh, God. And it. I relapsed again. And now I have a year next Wednesday. Congratulations. Um, Thank you, I mean. What do you... What do you fill the hole up with? You're not going to like my answer. I, I think I know what it is. What is it? Success. No. What? Don't in, say in fact, math. Do not say no, math. No, no, no. In fact, success is... I call it a false god. It is. Because when you first, like when I was doing stand-up um, in my 20s, I remember going, oh, I don't need AA meetings because the applause of an audience feels like spirituality almost. Mm -hmm. right? It kind of fills it, but it's like not real, right? Because eventually it stops working. So the only thing you can do is go spiritual, right? It's like, I, you know, every day I struggle with the concept of God, you know what I mean? Because it's just, you just look at the planet and, and the history of our planet mm -hmm. and you just kind of go, how could there be? But it's the only way I can do it. So I, I don't. I, oh, you thought I wouldn't like that answer. God. I believe in God now. That's insane. You? Yes. Did I not tell you about ayahuasca and all that stuff? Oh, yeah. You did ayahuasca. Ayahuasca and DMT. Yeah. yeah. So you believe in God? Not even. Belief's not even strong enough a word. Oh, I love that. I love it. I don't want to turn it into like a religion thing. It's not. That's why I don't I'm like talking religious. about it. Yeah. All right. Yeah. It's so like, oh, it's like I'm wearing a light blue shirt. Yeah. It's I'm so positive and not like, fuck you. I'm not pick. I, it's not religious. It's just like, oh, no. Well, I had an experience on DMT where I was like near it. Yeah. And people that have done that, done that have said that. Yeah. yeah and yeah. it was I was fucked up for six months after it in a different. It's a whole other story but the bottom line is i've come out of it and i'm better and i'm believing in god does make life better and i don't mean it in a again and i mean that in a non-religious way yeah me too you don't have to know what it is it's like i like the mystery of the world right when you look up at the sky and just the overwhelming like if you think about the concept of the universe and galaxies and it's and, and incomprehensible endless, it's uncomprehensible yeah incomprehensible yeah yeah so it's like and I don't have to answer any of those things. I just have to believe because if I don't, I'm fucking miserable, man. Yeah. And I'm it's miserable. something. It's something. It's something. Yeah, what, yeah. I don't, I, my experience was I dealt with a God and it was incomprehensible, like palpably where I was actually, uh, over, I was drowning in, in incomprehensibility. It was, it was like, my brain was like on reap. It was like, a computer fucking malfunctioning yeah like it was fucking crazy so yeah. it does make it seem like I, I now believe that i'm a spirit in this vessel which i never did before even though i was an altar boy and went to church and all that shit like you know ram das ram das says that dying is like taking off a tight shoe uh, and when he said that i was just like okay i just could get my head wrapped around that you know what I mean? It's like a release and you just kind of get your energy just kind of blends into everything else. Yeah. You know what I mean? But it's we, not we become a thing that it's not we, nothingness. we can't understand we can't as humans. Understand it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I would say that we morph into a different uh, field or something. But if somebody told me, my doctor told me that you're going to die in three weeks, I'd be petrified. Uh, <laughs> I'd be like, I would be fucking petrified. Oh, I would just be like, Whoa. oh, I don't even know. Well, that was part of my DMT thing was it was I was fucking petrified of what I experienced. And I was like, I don't want to go back there. I don't I can't. And then I just slowly realized, like, 
No, you'll understand it when you're there. You know, white dudes like you really just baffle me. Be- you know, because you get girls, and it baffles me because you remind me of Crumb. Remember the artist Crumb from the 60s? But he got girls, too. You so talking about the documentary that I saw four times in the theater? That one? Crumb? Yeah. Robert Crumb? From San Francisco, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You're that type of white. Skinny? Skinny and kind of, like, sickly looking. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And like, but very talented. Mm-hmm. But then, like, women like them. It's like fucking crazy. You think women are attracted to just looks? Women are attracted to vibration and behavior. That's what I'm learning from you. Thank you. Anyway, let's move on. Hey, this episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. They're back because uh, they know that my listeners and viewers are in real emotional trouble, which is why they watch this podcast in the first place. They want to see. Professional comedians also in trouble. We're not in trouble. We're just being honest about our inner lives. And that's what BetterHelp can help you with. You go into BetterHelp. You, I just did it because I wanted to see what the hell the whole, I mean, I've been on it before, but I hadn't been, it, it had been a while. They ask you a lot of information and then they will pair you with a therapist that's appropriate for you based on your goals, based on your background, based on your various orientations religious sexual so go on there and you can get better i'm living proof that therapy can make you better and there's different kinds of therapy there's uh cognitive behavioral therapy there's freudian there's Jungian. there's so many different kinds of therapy you don't have to stick with one what i'm trying to say is if you want to live a more empowered life therapy can get you there visit betterhelp.com neil today to get 10 percent off your first month that's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P dot C-O-M slash N-E-A-L. Do it today. Promise you can feel better. I promise. I promise. Look at me. Picture of hell. Anyhow, that's the macro block that we've talked about is your sobriety. And I'm happy that you're sober. And I'm happy that you're not even considering uh hurting yourself in any way no i uh, dude i'm my life right now is unbelievable and is it because of your achievements or because of your spiritual practices it's a combination of a bunch of things it's like because um i think i'm at a new um level when it comes to my sobriety Mm -hmm. of what i want to achieve do and um i'm just really into it right now and then also secondly i want to learn i want to grow and i'm open and also, secondly, yeah, my career is going really, it's never been better. And um, I don't know. I, I've never been here. I really like that you're allowing yourself to enjoy it. Because I had Santino here and he was like, I said, you don't enjoy it enough. Who doesn't? Andrew. Andrew doesn't enjoy his or mine? His. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't enjoy his. He hates yours. He okay. hates mine. And, but he really doesn't enjoy his enough at all. And I'm glad that you realized, because I had the thought the other day about myself. I was like, this is a very good period of my life. Like it's, it's a good period of my life to fe- and but the best part is that I can acknowledge it, which I never could. But it has to do with age as well. I agree, right? It's yeah. like, like in the twenties, you're just struggling. Yeah, I was struggling. I had no money. You yeah, know I mean? forget women. I mean, that wasn't even in my fucking. I was out. You know what I mean? Yeah. and I was just like, how am I going to survive? And my thirties, like, okay, right. In my 40s, it got better, but now it's just like I got everything I kind of wanted, but it took that long. Yeah. It just took fucking forever. Well, it takes forever to get everything lined up. 
That's like right. in that where you can be like, okay, that's good. Okay, let me do this now. Okay, that's good. That's still okay. Let me do the other. And it's so hard to get them all lined up because you think you can. And maybe you're we're right. We could only do one at a time. Do you know what I mean? Like, like you kind of have to focus on your career at a certain point. You kind of have to. Yeah, but it's also things caught up to us like technology too. Uh-huh. Kind of like, you know, was a new concept thing yeah. that, you know what I mean? That I was able to take, you know what I mean? Yeah. All these t- things happened. And so it's just like really cool. But You're you know, a techno comic. <laughs> I just wanted to say that because I knew it would dude, hurt your feelings. Dude, today I woke up, I looked into my house and half of my furniture is gone. Cause she's moving out today. Wow. And there was a feeling of sadness, a real deep sadness. Yeah. Tell me, tell me about it. Well, you know, I was living with Kalila for 10 years and um, we've been broken up for about six, seven months. Yep. And I don't know, this is the first time where I'm just kind of like, oh, this is real. Yeah. I'm alone, you know, and, you know, I, you know, I, I had a loud house. Like I would wake up and there would be fa- people in the living room. Yeah. Laughter, joy and all this stuff. And um, I don't know, man. You don't like being alone too much? Well, I haven't done it in so long that yeah. like I'm uh, just sort of readjusting to it all. You know, I don't, I don't know if this is real or not, but I honestly don't believe that I'll ever be in another thing again. Do you ever hear Larry David used to drive when he was a cab driver? No. In New York? It's like two years ago. No, it was 40 years ago when he driving in New York. And he's like, when I would, when I would drop someone off, I would think I'm never going to get another fare. <laughs> which is Re- like really that's yeah. so crazy he would think like that, i'm no think, one's ever gonna hail me again that's our thinking yes yeah yeah no i don't want to though that's a thing i look at certain guys like paulie mm-hmm. you know what i mean and spade maybe mm-hmm. and i go oh that you know what i mean that could be a lifestyle that i could get used to, to some people it's a cautionary tale honestly it is like, a cautionary tale. Yeah, yeah yeah to some people but i'm with you in that there are times where i go I think about how I feel by myself and I think about how I feel with somebody. And sometimes I think that being with somebody is significantly more stressful to me than being by myself. Mm. Because the expectations of my, when I'm by myself are nil, they don't exist. Right. Yeah. And the expectations when you're with somebody is like, you have to behave a certain way and it's hard and it can be gratifying I refuse to compromise. No more. Oh, we ate, you know, we ate steak last night. Let's go to this vegan place. I, before it's like, okay, I'll eat that. Not anymore. Have fun. I'm going to Morton's again. Yep. That's where I'm at now. Yep. You know what I mean? Oh, um, hey, we saw that scary movie last night. Let's watch this fucking romantic. No, fuck yourself. I'm watching the scary movie again. I'm, yep. not, I'm, no, I'm not doing any of it. Go yep. to my friend's wedding. Go fuck yourself. I'm not don't, going. Brunch. I'll do that. Okay. I'll do brunch. Um, <laughs> uh, I no, I'm with card. you. It, yeah, yeah, but yeah. it can be, ve- and I don't know if it's a personality type or if most people, their fear of loneliness is greater than their reluctance to compromise. I, cause I, I know, think, yeah. yeah, I know. I like, know, that's I, don't know. The, I don't know. I don't know. You're right. It'll change. You're right. You're right. I don't know. This is the first day. So I don't know. It might change. Who knows? I might meet, you know, the one. Right. Who knows? You know what I mean? But this time I'm going to go probably go white. 
Hmm. That's my next venture. Tell me more. I'll tell you why. Um, before I used to, um, when I would get a white, right? Mm -hmm. It was don't like, say, I don't like the, your tone. Go ahead. Excuse me. I didn't like your tone on get a white. That's what you people are. I get it. You're a white. It didn't. It didn't. <laughs> yeah. Have the respect that I think white people have. No, you deserved. no longer you talk about world history. No, you no longer get that. We from me. put up numbers in science. Killed it. Math. Killed it. Uh, electricity. Thank electricity. you. Thank you. Wi-Fi. I don't know about Wi-Fi. I pr we had to be involved. <laughs> I know, but some Asians were involved NASA. as well. NASA space program. Right. I mean, again. But but can I just say this though? Yep. Is do you any might, Southeast Asians are they rocketing themselves? Because I know a few whites off the top of my head that are just built to rocket themselves to go out to kick it. Space kick. I understand that. Go ahead. But it's your but it's white people's like desire to like get away from all the ethnics. I mean, it doesn't it's, <laughs> I'll tell mean, you what. The whites are great. And I'm a big fan of you guys. Thank your you. people, right? So when I was younger and I would get a white, it would be like a trophy. Mm -hmm. Right? Because back, especially back like now, like Ronnie Chang, like he's married, but he could get a white easily. Yeah. Like for Asian guys, but back in the eighties and nineties, you I mean it was like a I mean, I was the I was Oh my god! I should just—I deserve a statue for the amount of whites. You the got? amount of whites I got when we weren't supposed to get them, I should get a fucking statue with my little dick and, and just doing this or whatever. Like, imagine that. You know what I mean? This is the statue. Yeah, yeah. Like just like this. You know what I mean? With my dick and, and like in you know. Yeah. Yeah. I, my face yeah. is telling yeah. you something else, but yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I mean? Also, this would be my like. Um, if there was ever a nuclear bomb, this would be my nuclear shadow. Great. Have you thought about your nuclear? What shadow? are you doing? I don't know, but I just if I if they said a fucking atomic bomb is gonna hit it, I would do something great like this. It is interesting. It's yeah, yeah. you know, so my would be hundred years from they see my shadow and they go, "What was that guy doing?" I'd probably dab. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Now I would funny. like to give you credit for that. What I saw a clip where you dabbed and said that you saw it on Ellen. Yeah, I did. See and it I had the thought, Bobby's very funny. Thank you. Yep. Let's move on with the whites. So anyway, and then before it was like a trophy thing, but now it's like, uh, I kind of want to like, you know, I did the Asian thing. I mm -hmm. did the Mexican thing. Mm -hmm. and I just want to try something like, you know, I want to go back to the white. I'm with you. I'm or Korean, full Korean, not why? half. Why full? There's a smell. For real? 100%. There's a smell they have. That I relate to. I love the things that you can't say. I couldn't say that. I wouldn't even write it in an app on my phone that Korean full Koreans have a smell. No, I, I wouldn't even. I don't even like saying it back to you. Is how uncomfortable. But I am can I ask? Can I, let me ask you something. So that means that you've been with a full Korean, and you smelled something. I don't know if I have. <laughs> Well, I don't know yeah, if yeah. I have been with a vulgar aunt. I They could tell me that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Who am I? I think you have. I'm not going to be like, turn around. I think, You're I, not no, full. I, it's not an asshole smell. No, it's not. An, yeah, no, yeah, I'm yeah, talking yeah, about like yeah, yeah. spin it's not for a me. negative smell. No. Yeah. It's a either a pheromone. It's like, yeah, it's like it's in the It's a pheromone thing. It's, it it kind of reminds me of like lychee fruit and dirt. Interesting. Yeah, it's a combination between the two. It's great. Great. And, and when I smell and it. only they have it. Only Koreans have it. And when I smell Did your, it, was your mom full Korean? Yeah. Huh. Yeah. What, yeah. All right. I'm seeing I'm a connection. I'm full Korean. Great. There's nothing. Well, I'm, I did um, 
23 me and I'm 10% Japanese, but don't tell anybody. I won't. There's a lot of shame in my life. Great. When I who did that. what to who? Do we know? I don't know, but in the history, something happened. Something great. Yeah, maybe there's a right. Oh, I thought all Asian people were just very equal, and they were just worried about white invaders, And but all Asian people were very cool to each other. No. My misunderstanding? Yeah, history, totally I thought, yeah, 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 yeah. I thought the rape of Nanking was white people. Is that not, was it, <laughs> I'm sorry, was it Chinese yeah. and Japanese going after each other? Okay, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, sorry. I, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Um, anyhow. Anyway, so that's my next one. White. Great. I made a joke about dating Asian women. And when, you know what's funny is it's a, weirdly like a, a beacon for other Asian women where they're like, I heard you like Asian women. Yeah. And then that's that's their opener. Yeah, Asian women love the whites too. You know what I mean? And it's like, um, it would suck back in the day because it's like, you know, Asian women were always looked at as like, you know, exotic mm -hmm. and like the thing that people, men, white men loved, right? But it was never like you guys never exchanged your white women mm -mm. You know, for them, so we were ended. We ended up having nothing. I it was very unfair. So thanks for the nothing. And I used to do a joke about it. I've never been in a club and been like, "Fuck, the Asian guys are here." <laughs> and but now you can. Dude, I mean, you'd be. Surprised. I'm still not. No, Look, you'd be so fucking surprised if you. I and can't Ronnie believe and what I'm doing right now. The the numbers you're putting up. I mean, I don't want to say that it's cocky, right, right. but I'm just saying it's that totally confident. It's a completely different time period. The way you just hit that P, the way you hit that P was unbelievable. What the <laughs> the way you just hit that P was never unheard of. I'm happy to have you, and I'll see you out there. Oh yeah, <laughs> okay. See on you'll white, see you'll see me too, dude. White woman mountain. Yeah, see you out there, and I I enjoy, I I like all kinds of women. As, as me, too, me too, me yeah. too, me too. It's not like let's uh, move on. All right, let's, let's go to our let's list. Go to our I, 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 I thought I had a yeah, list, made of a list. Yeah. All right, number one, not good at confrontation. Hate it. I will say I found that this is a through line with a lot of comedians in that the job description is kind of we get in these situations, we are furious, but we don't say anything, and then we take it out in the comedy. Yeah, I talk. I take it out in um, podcasting and in comedy, and. I also like to talk people talk about people behind their backs, mm -hmm. but when it comes to one on one, I'm a coward. Yes, like I heard you said this about me. No, I didn't. Here's the recording. That nah, no, <laughs> no, no. You know, what I you mean? get like, and you seem to get very Korean. Yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah. Because I get when I get scared, my accent comes out. You know. Yeah, like like um, Ari Spears. Mm -hmm. Oh my god. So I would talk mad shit about him mm -hmm. because he, you know, we had some experiences together, right? Mm -hmm. Then when I saw him, it was fucking scary, dude. He'd heard about it? He had saved all of it. From where? From this random podcast. He had evidence. So he, he came up to us, yo, man, you're talking mad shit about me. I go, no, I love you. He's like, listen. And he said, let's go to a clip. Yeah. And it projected onto the wall all the shit. That's, <laughs> he basically, yeah, yeah. That was terrifying. Did he hire an editor, do you think, or he did it himself? I don't know, but it, it, it made him that mad. That would make me mad. What? If you talk shit about me on podcast. I'm not talking shit. No, no, about me. I do talk shit oh, about you. Oh, about Aries. I don't, I don't, wait, 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 listen, 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 listen. Uh, you I, listen, just said you no, talk no, shit no, listen, about me. No, listen, okay. I don't talk shit, okay, my friend, all right? I tell stories, okay, about you. Me, Neil Brennan, or yeah, Aries? It, the proverbial yeah, Neil people, Brennan, people, the proverbial, right? Right. So I've said things about you. A lot of it wasn't true, but in my mind it was. And we've worked it out over the time. But my point is, is that's another problem of mine is, is I have this assumption that people 
like even in com- conversations, I I'll take you know subtext or whatever, and I'll, right, I'll, and I'll, I'll you know what I mean. You write fan fiction about people. You write science fiction about interactions you've had. Yeah, because growing up as a as a trauma kid, right? Mm-hmm. Like you just make trauma a, boys. That's what they call it. The yeah, trauma the trauma boys, boys, right? With a Z. So I would I would always have to read my dad. You know what I mean? And yeah, my mom, right? And and that just kind of spilled out into like other social things. Where you're doing it, every interaction is there's hostility, there's right. potential for violence. Exactly. Or when I walk into a restaurant, like people if I'm on a date, they're like, What are you doing? I go, I gotta find where all the exits are. So I'll like I'll ro- roam around the fucking restaurant and look. And you do that right now. Like in this building I did it. I walked into this building. I like, okay, you do a is, sweep. I do a sweep, yeah. And I don't know why I do it. I, I mean, I know why, but it's like, it's safety. You want a clear space to do your nuclear <laughs> TikTok celebration? <laughs> or your Fortnite celebration? That's no, your... but it's like, it's like if there's like, you know, an Aurora, you know, you know um, what's, why'd you I don't know, Aurora. I don't, I literally, oh, what a shooting. Yeah, at the movie theater, Aurora. Yeah, yeah. It's been like a while, but yeah. yeah there was a Colorado movie. Yeah, of course. Movie. You're, for, you're the kid out of orange hair. Yeah. No, I'm not the kid. I'm the victims. I get it. I know yeah, who yeah. you are. Yeah, So when I walk into a movie theater, I do it. I go, because of Aurora, I go, that's exit, exit. I can go up this stairs, these stairs. And I, I, I have it planned out before I, the movie starts. Do you have a tidal wave exit plan? Yeah. What is it? A tidal wave? Like a huge wave I hits find, LA. Yeah, so I, I was in Hawaii once. Mm-hmm. And this is so fucking fucked up. I was in Hawaii once by myself and they slid a fucking paper underneath my door mm-hmm. and I picked up and it said tsunami coming. Right. And then all of a sudden I heard these sirens and I was the what first floor are you on. I was on the second floor. I was the first guy on the rooftop. <laughs> yeah. Like people like people got up there 20 minutes later. I'm like, yeah, yeah. I've been up here. Yeah. You yeah I had a fucking scuba thing. A fire, I, had a scuba, yeah. I had the whole scuba thing in my wetsuit on. <laughs> I was fucking ready, dude. That's exciting and it never came but i stayed up there for eight more hours just in case okay you had to yeah yeah but anyway yeah i'm that guy i prepare and all right so that's your tsunami and you've lived it you were you had a tsunami warning a a, a tsunami warning and you got the flippers and you had the flippers the wetsuit the fucking snorkel goggles the whole thing i had a bible great right i had my cigarettes even though like i know i smoked back then so no, but thought, that's not going to do great in a. I've I know, never. I know, seen, I although I would be funny to see one of those videos <laughs> of a guy floating in a huge river with his head stuck out. Yeah, like a fucking mechanic. <laughs> yeah. Fantastic. So, like you know, in every scenario, like if there's tornadoes, I would have one different things. You know, what's your tornado? Well, I I only know ba- based on um, a Twister the movie. You so mean, Bill Paxton and Helen Hunt? The, they, the they, wetsuit and the mouthpiece no, wasn't well not, researched. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I make. I know. I make probably faulty assumptions. No, of course, of what yes. to do right. Yeah. But still, I need to do it. So in Twister, right? Remember they latched themselves out in like a fire hydrant or whatever. So I looked at fire. Like if I'm in Oklahoma, I go, "Where's the fire hydrant?" Oh, interesting. And oh, a here's a good question. Yeah. What? Do you have a uh, mass shooter plan? I've done this. Oh, yeah, I do. F- different comedians come to the store with a gun and are shooting people. What's your plan? Not only that, I know I already have a list of people who might. 
I, I absolutely do. That's I bet if we and I can't if, tell you who they are. No, I don't. But I have a short list of people, right? So whenever I'm on the lineup with them, it's here already. Are you gonna bargain with them? Are you gonna hit them with like, come on, man? You know, we worked. We there's did three the, guys that there's nothing I have. There's three guys, right? You're getting popped. I'm dead. <laughs> there's three guys. I know I'm just dead. There's nothing I can say. Money. There's nothing. You know what I mean? So I hadn't like, even thought about bribing people. Yeah. I might have to tell somebody I'll do a sketch show with. <laughs> I'll be a showrunner. Yeah. I'll, I'll be a showrunner show show for your sketch show. Yeah, 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 yeah. Come on. We got to get through this. <laughs> yeah. I'll do, I'll do six episodes up front. Yeah. But I have that list and I know the comments. In fact, tonight I have, there's one guy on the lineup. I can't tell you who it is. Wow. Who could be a scooter. So I'm, I, I, like, I, I am. I'm That's at the store. I say, I say hi, but I, I am. You know what I mean? Interesting. Super nice. Yeah, of course. Great be. set, even though I didn't see it. You didn't Great see it. Great set, man. You yeah. know? Good job. You can in, be a star. I love I'm with you in terms of, of prepping. I don't do sweeps, but I'm definitely thought through a tsunami plan. I'm going to uh I was I mean, until I heard your water wings and all that stuff you had, it's much better than what I got. I'm just going up the phone the phone poles. That was my thing. No. No? That's electrical poles? No, because a car will because of of the tsunami, it's if you remember, uh, was it Bali or no? It was Phuket. The poles in all the video poles are still intact. A lot of poles went down. Okay. Yeah, a lot of poles went down, right? Because you're watching just video. Yeah. Right. A lot of poles went down. Okay. And if you're up there and a pole goes down, you not only are you gonna drown, but you're falling. Just do one or the other, fall or drown. It does look a little fun though. That like <laughs> that river, is true. That, is true. that like huge river, and you go, you jump in and like, ah, and you got your cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. You that know would be horrifying. It's unimaginable. But it's because it's not the water that kills you, it's the debris. Oh, that's interesting. Oh, wear a helmet, not a wetsuit, but you just, you're, you have pe- like a neck brace, the whole yeah. thing. And then maybe you're like, you can like dodge a car. I don't know. No, it's, it's hard. It's the hard, Japanese yeah. one where the cars went over the, the Japanese, that was a great tsunami. You know what was great about it? <laughs> the shot, of, it's one of my favorite shots of life. Yeah, yeah. House moving in the water, getting dragged away by water, on fire. It's an unbelievable shot. That's, I just thought of something sad. So after that tsunami in Japan, uh-huh. some guy set up a magical um, phone booth. Mm-hmm. So it's a phone booth that's not like um, attached to anything. Like It doesn't mm-hmm. work, right? But you put a recording device in that, like that would record, and people that lost their families in the tsunami would call that phone and talk to their loved ones. It's wild. You know, they would go like, you know, Cindy, not Cindy. That's not a Japanese name, is it? It's like a, when they come to America. Yeah, yeah, but in Japan, like Toko. I'll just say Toko. Perfect. Thank yeah, you. Yeah. Toko's doing great. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. She's got straight A's and this and that. Like a man talking to his wife on the phone. Yeah. It's super sad, man. Where are you with? Well, we'll get into it. <laughs> yeah. Um, the next not one? good at confrontation. Yeah. yeah. So there's nothing. And have you developed a plan to get better at it? Or are you just no, hoping yeah, you don't like, get caught? Well, I'm on medication. That helps. Mm-hmm. What do you want? Ritalin. Great. And then. Also, you like it? I love it. Great. Secondly, I also need to do boundaries. And I think that's what fucked up my relationship with Kalila. I just never, we never fought. Mm. I just absorbed everything. But there were resentments. The building, yeah. And it was like, she's, you know, she's a hot chick. I don't want her to leave. Right. Right. So I would just absorb all this stuff, right? Resentment. 
And it just gets to the point where there's nothing you can do with it except you become miserable. It's in every conversation. Yeah. If you don't clear it, yeah. you literally bring it. So I can't like, afford to do that anymore. So I'm learning to do all that. Go, hey, you know what you just said to me really hurt my feelings. Or, you know, this is how I feel about, certain, you know what I mean? It's hard. It's so hard, yeah. When I first started going to a 12-step meeting about uh, codependence, I would, if I was going to talk to somebody on the phone, I'd have a, like, literally I'd bullet point the things I wanted to say. Wow. When I called them. This is back when we used to call people on the phone. Yeah. But, like, you have to. You have to. Because otherwise, you get caught up in the swirl of what their, of their counter argument, and then you're fucked. Yeah. It's a very hard thing to do, is ask for what you want. It's hard to know what you want. Yeah, but but I think our new, I mean, your new, you know what I mean, um, idea of God, right? Mm -hmm. Maybe can't we just incorporate that? That like, I, I mean, I believe that I wouldn't change anything of my past because I feel like it all led me to this moment in my life, mm -hmm. and I love my life, right? So it's like, and I have to believe that all that stuff in my head, and it could be wrong, happened all the way it was supposed to happen, and for a reason. And I tried to make the most healthiest choices for myself you know what i mean so from this uh, moment onward you know i have to believe that as well that like things are just going to happen i'm going to meet the right person do you ever feel that way or no well no no i don't think it's random events because my thing is like i've had an incredibly fortunate life amazing right? and but there are times where i wonder when you look at like the hard parts or you look at the downs whatever the difficult chapter whatever and you go, why did that happen? What, yeah. it, what am I supposed to make of that? Yeah. That's the part I have a hard time with. The thing about a belief in God that makes that I like is it does make me feel like whatever happens in my life is okay. Meaning if I end up with somebody, great. If I don't end up with somebody, also great. Yeah. And not even because like God's somewhere and loves me. My experience of God was not even loving or venomous or it was just like, it was just such, it was like dealing with like, a super, super duper, 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 duper power. So it was not even like, mm. oh, and we have a relationship. I didn't have any sort of relationship with the thing I experienced. Right. But do you so, have one now? No. I mean, no. Not in that I don't pray to it. I just think that there's a energetic field that I can go to through meditation or prayer, whatever you want to call it, that I don't really understand what's going on. And... Even just talking about it 15 seconds ago, I felt like a... Yeah, yeah, I get what you're saying. Like, I felt like a, and my energy shifted a little bit where I was like, am I about to pass out just for like a split second? <laughs> yeah. Do you, so, believe, do you believe in manifestation? Are you asking me, do I listen to Joe Dispenza and do the <laughs> manifestation thing almost daily? No. No. I mean, I believe in... Yeah, I guess the short answer would be yes. Okay. The Joe Dispenza thing was Joe because I do listen to it. Yeah, yeah. So do you believe in manifestation? Yeah. Let's move on. Let's next one. <laughs> so you're not good at confrontation. You're addicted to tragedy porn. Tell me about that. Are you? Tragedy porn? No. Yeah. I don't even know what define it for me. Like tsunami <sighs> shit? People fucking in tsunamis? That's part of it. Like here's what I'll... Ugh, this is going to sound so sick, dude. I love it. I know, but I don't know if people... Nah, don't worry about it. Okay. Just worry about what I like. Okay, all right. So, um, 
what I'll do is I'll Google, like I'll, I'll be on YouTube and mm-hmm. I'll go, um, Sandy Hook, the day it happened. <laughs> like news stories, mm-hmm. right? And I'll, I'll see the buildup of like, you know, newscasters getting the information for the first time and the shock and horror. And then I'll start crying. And I'll do that with 9-11. I'll do that with like the Korean ferry boat that drowned in Korea that killed a bunch of high school kids. Mm-hmm. And I'll do that to cry and to feel things and to feel empathy. I thought it was like porn porn. Um, so you, that's very interesting. Yeah, I watch things over and over again. Even, I'll do it with also um, The Voice or American Idol. Like, like when someone gets eliminated? No. It, I do that. The tragedy of the elimination. No, right? no I do that with um, positive things. Like when they. Right. When, when someone they, goes, goes, goes their life you story. have the talent. And I'll watch it, but I'll watch it for three hours, the same thing over and over again. The same right. clip. Same clip over and over again. I just have this obsession with it. And I do that with a lot of things. That's because yeah. I, I have a weird thing where I get very touched by people's dreams come true like that. Yeah, me too. Like very touched. I'm like I watch it all loop like a maniac. <laughs> um, but I like it. I it like makes me tear up in a way that surprises me. Yeah, uh, I, I haven't done it since I've been on medication though. Interesting. I, I don't touch things three times anymore. I don't. I listen to everyone. Everyone says it's, it's it's weird. Is it better? It's a thousand times better. Pre-Riddling You, was it a bit of a prison? It feels... T- it wasn't it a feels- prison. I just had to do something. It feels like kind of torturous. Like Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I couldn't like... It's so funny because I run into comics now at the comic store and people I'm not really that friends with, and but I'll have conversations and people like will literally go, wow, that's weird. In the middle of the conversation, I go, what? You're still here. My logo for you isn't that. Mm-hmm. it's just darting <laughs> darting from thing to thing like darting in the <laughs> yeah like parent like in the parking lot never leaving the parking lot until you get in a prius yeah go pew, 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 pew. yeah yeah yeah, yeah, like that's, yeah ping 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 and then you get in the prius and go now i, it's I not would a leave anymore. a conversation mid the sentence absolutely hey my, my grandfather and i just walk away yep you know what i mean died yeah i don't even hear that part that was like par for the course but now yeah, I listened to it. I said part of the course because I know you understand golf, so, golf as, a, as yeah, a metaphor yeah, for yeah, violence. Exactly. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. That was really, you're a thinker. Very I'm good a, mind. It's probably too long a callback, <laughs> but is there such a thing? Yeah. Um, the medication has, like, for some reason, those things, it's corrected itself in a weird I mean, Tom Cruise would hate that I'm doing it, but. We can't worry about that. I can't worry about Tom Cruise and Simon. Not Cruise. anymore. Do you. Do you? Do you? That's the Japanese woman. She called, call her on the ghost phone. Do you? Okay, guy, that's funny. <laughs> Another callback. Another callback. It's too subtle. And what, all right, so you stopped doing the tragedy porn. Yeah, yeah, I stopped doing it. Um, I, um, like, so the 9 11, like Regis and Kathy Lee, when they were, when the planes were hitting and they're like, what's going on? Yeah, yeah. I and lo- you hear like screaming. Yeah. Like or I, or I'll watch like videos of people watching it happen on the streets. Right. And them crying. Like there was one where this old man is crying. Yeah. And he's not even like a, a like a New Yorker. He looks like he's from the country and he was just visiting. Yeah. And he looked like so American, like Americana, right? And he had like one tear. You know how the native guy yeah, on yeah. the horse had it when they used to litter? You know what I mean? But he had one tear and it was like I used to weep over that. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, I do cry, though, you know, when we have comedy deaths, 
when comics died, those are the only times I've cried. Who? <sighs> Let's go. Who'd you cry for? Who didn't you cry? I'm kidding. Brody uh, was. I bet. It was. I was on a console ball. Jack Knight. Yeah. It was very, very hard. Sagan and Louis. I was kidding. Oh, oh fuck. I, I didn't know. My bad. Well, because I don't want to leave people out. Like, nope, didn't didn't get me. Oh, that's true. But there's just so many. I could rattle off everyone. No, of course. Sagitt was a weird one because it was like, somebody made the observation, Sagitt affected comedians more than we thought because he loved being a comedian. And that was like when he died. It was. Norm it was, was hard. Yeah, Norm was. Yeah, Norm was hard. Shocking. But um, I, I, I talked to um, Bob's um, wife. fiance, yeah. wife. Um, three nights ago, and um, yeah, we talked for a little bit. You guys are dating, right? No. Look. Anyway, let's next thing. Let's go to the, um, we did tragedy porn. What's the next? Riddled with fear. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, I'm riddled with fear. It's like the other night I was I went up after Todd Barry and Sarah Silverman. You yeah, were before them. I was before them. Yeah. And then as soon as I hit the stage, they just leave. That was late. I know. I, I understand that. Yeah. And and. and there could be a zillion reasons why they left, yes. right? But I always go to the negative part. Well, I've noticed that in you. Yeah. Theo does a similar thing. That's why we get along. You guys will be crushing to the point where I'll be in the back going like, I can't follow this. And then the last 90 seconds, you guys, it'll seem like you lose interest. Yeah. And like you're so in a bad so relationship with the audience. So funny. <laughs> and I'm like, what's happened? I mean, it benefits me because it just makes it easier to follow you guys. But I'm like, what is what's happening here? It, can you explain it to me from your point of view? I honestly, it's so funny that you bring that up because, you know, by the way, you, mo most people refreshed their YouTube link just now because you froze so perfectly for four seconds. There was no sound. It was one of the best things I've ever seen. So you, you think that they... They were like... They, I. It's like the, let, it was like the end else? of The Sopranos. Where it went to black. You just froze <laughs> I'm sorry. so completely. I'm so sorry. No, Don't be it sorry. Was, no, because it was, it was such a valid thing and I had to really process I it. I loved it. Yeah. I, we all loved it. They're all grateful for it. Yeah, I, it's so funny because I, I did it last night. Where I was crushing, and in the last forty-five seconds, I don't know what happened, but like I said goodnight, and it got so weird. People barely clapped, <laughs> but I was crushing. Like if I would have ended it when I was crushing, yeah. But I always have to kind of go. All right, let's make it weird now, and uncomfortable. I don't know what it is. Is it? It's something I have to. I have to go to therapy for. I think you just brought that up. It's weird. But I've noticed it for years where you get off like we all like say hello like we bring each other up at the comedy store and we'll like say something on the way it, usually it's like hey buddy or whatever it's some but sometimes you'll be like sorry it's horrible or yeah, I, you yeah. always think you bomb and you never do yeah i always feel like people don't like me but it's so funny because it's like I mean, I'm going to, I, you know, like, if I go on the road you know what i mean like and i you know i sell out yeah as soon as it's out you know what yeah. i mean I'm not bragging. I just, yeah. you know what I mean? And um, it, and by the way, you earned it. It's yeah, not people like wait in line. They play. love yeah, it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I just, they're just. Do you relate to it? When you see your name on the thing and, the, I and you're. I can't even look. I, I, I can't even look. 
like in San Jose, you know what I mean? How you know how you can go, you're, you're, the green room's upstairs, yeah, and you can look down for the show, the line for the second show, and it wraps yeah. around the fucking thing. Yes, people, some people go, go look, and I go, I, 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 what are they doing out there? It, I don't even understand. Like, what's I can't happening. even, I don't even know what's going yeah. on. Yeah, like what? Yeah, they came yeah. here. Yeah, like does Kevin Hart on the show? Yeah, in my mind, you know what I mean. But and then they stay and they wait in line. They want to meet me. It's like I don't know what's going on, but. It would be weird if we were like, I get but, it, but 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 I but with the Theo thing because I've seen him do the same thing too. Yeah, where you're like, and I him can't and I together used to see us together. Oh, it's great I on the same so, show. No, just a, in a car. <laughs> if you Theo and I are in a car, it's like, yeah, man, I know. We don't even say anything. We just say that. Do you guys think you bombed with each other in the car? Oh yeah, and you know we sold the show right. So like like we're on the sh we're on like a Zoom. I wrote a spec about it. I know about it. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote the spec. We read it on your on on Tiger Belly. Dude, that thing was so rude. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a narcissist. <laughs> you know what my favorite part of self-doubt is? The self part. <laughs> <laughs> that thing was so fun, brutally funny. Yep. And so like and it's like if you would have done that Check out Tiger Brother, the last one with Neil on. He did a script between me and Theo, like a spec script. If you would have done that three years ago, when I, like maybe five years ago, when we didn't know each other that well, oh my God, I think we'd go to blows. But, <laughs> Somebody said they, that you wanted to hit me. No, like, no, 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 no. But now that you did that then, I'm like, it felt like an homage and that, that, like, I, that you know me. Yeah. And it felt so good. Yeah. All right. But I always really like you. I've always really I'm liked so you. I, you know what? Let me just do compliments to you then. I think you're so funny. I love you. But no, no, I appreciate it. I think you're so fucking funny and so unique. Thank you. And such an original fucking human being. Uh that that's what that's why <laughs> I don't know. When you had a podcast, you didn't invite me, I was like, I fucking love this guy. So like I respect him. Oh I, whatever, my god! Whatever. Don't no, fucking no, don't even no, fucking no. do that right now, dude. I'm not gonna do. Don't it. even fucking. Can I just say something right? Yeah. Let me say something right now. All right. After we had you on the first time, mm -hmm. there was a general consensus among the people I work with. Like, why didn't we do that earlier? Earlier, that guy is so good. Mm -hmm. You're so good at. But can I say something? Mm -hmm. You've improved your skills as a podcaster as well. Okay. Fair. Fair, fair enough. Okay. I don't. You understand it. I agree with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And anytime you ever wanted to do any of our podcasts, at any moment, I would fucking cancel other people to have you on. Fantastic. Now, you also understand as a sore winner. Don't do this. No, no, no. no. Whatever you're doing, don't do it. I was going to suck your dick. No, but I never guess suck, I won't. You'll never suck my dick. I won't. No, my point is don't do this because I know. Because. It's so funny. Before you ha were on the first time, uh -huh. for about a six months, probably, you know what I mean? You would bring it up every time. Yeah. And I could feel you were getting angry about it. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. it wasn't a personal thing. Well, this is the hard part of our jobs. Is the... Can I say something you did that made me mad? Yeah. And I, I, I would... I, you know what? I always thought that I would never bring this up because you brought this up. When I was at Montreal three years ago, mm -hmm. you were talking to Robbie from Netflix mm -hmm. and you didn't say hi... To, to me that well that well you were very standoffish with me i'll tell you why in my head i don't think robbie likes me and so i needed you to be like oh my god it's bobby lee and you didn't do it 
And then I like couldn't sleep that night. I'm very sorry about that. I'm sorry about not having you on my podcast before. And I'm sorry that, and I knew there was a reason and that has a lot to do with it. And you can blame it on talent, but most things that we blame on. I'm talented. No, no, no. I'm not. You were saying that I've gotten better. Um, most of the things that my we, um, we say it's this, it's almost always personal. It's a little slight, it's a micro slight, right? And you and I speak micro aggression, subtlety. It's all subtext. There's almost no text. Mm. It's all subtext. So I figured there was a reason and I'm happy to hear what it was. And I could tell you probably, I don't remember the specifics, but I knew that you were insecure about Robbie and Netflix and, and I knew that it was a thing for you. So I was trying to like usher it along so that you didn't get stuck in it. That's an interesting, never thought of it that way, but I no longer have that insecurity. Yeah. Well, that's the, I will say, and I've said this before, the, it's embarrassing how much success does help. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah. It's embarrassing because it shouldn't. You hope it's like, no, I'm just a person that's separate. It's all integrated. And it's all like, well, don't you think that that's the case for? I mean, that's every whole, every everything. person I everything. know. Yes, yeah. I've known people that were like kind of poor and open micers, and then they get success. And I haven't seen them in three years. They're just acting the same, mm-hmm. right? But then I just perceive like they just there's just an error about them, and it's just because of things that I know that they're doing well. Yeah, Never. but there's that perception thing. But there's also the thing from your point of view, you've su- succeeded. To the point where the voices in your head have lost credibility. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, where it's like, all right, voice in my head, you're fucking it doesn't make any dumb. Sense. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Yeah. So I but it, it used to make sense to you, probably. A there little was bit. times like when you didn't um, cast me in your movie. Um, yeah, the yeah, yeah, Jeremy yeah, Piven, like, the yeah, Goods yeah, movie, yeah. a hit movie, <laughs> a huge movie. Dr. Ken was I'm cast so, in I'm it kidding. I love Dr. Bobby. Ken. I love Ronnie Chung. I love Jimmy yeah, Yang. Yeah. I love Ali Wong. I love Aquafina. I love all the Asians. <sighs> We're all one happy family. <laughs> That's a good way to end. Is there another one? Or is that the last one? No, I think it was the last one. How long do these go usually? Yeah, around this. How'd it go so far? It's great. I'm very happy with this. You're great because okay. you're forthcoming. Okay. Santino was on here and similarly emo. Yeah, and people were like shocked by it. I didn't know that he's not like that with other people. He's like that. He's not like that. He's like that with me personally. On the pod, though, not on the pod. No. Right. That he was on the pod and he was personal. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Uh, I like this because it was like, um, you know, a lot of times when you're doing like these other pods, you you just have this like pre- not pressure, but like this like you the the the, the cadence and the timing has to be a certain way. Yeah. The energy. But with this, it felt a lot more like, you know what I mean, we're talking. Yeah. And I could go longer, you know what I mean? Because this is like, it's, it's a, you know, I, I've also discovered things about myself during this last hour that I've never really kind of thought about. And, and like that thing about the, at the end of my set, like, why do I do that? So it's just something that I can like bring to my therapist and go, this is what I do. Why do you think I well, do this? Well, it's probably a about. level of discomfort with, with success. Yeah. But, um, but I've learned a lot and, um, listen, dude, um, I honestly really do love you, man. Yeah. I really do. Yeah. And I respect you. I think you're one of the best. And, um, you know, thanks for having me on. Thanks for, thanks for coming, bro. I tell you what, if you shoot up the comedy store. Honestly, would I be on your list? Of people that I'm going to pop? 
No, one of the guys that would shoot up a place. No. That's so unlike me, right? It's, yeah, it's way too it confrontational. Way too confrontational. Yeah, that's right. I don't like confrontation. You would sooner, like, commit suicide. Yeah. And leave a very long passive-aggressive note. Oh, no. That's not what I would do. What would you do? Everyone gets one. Fuck. What do you think? I'm going to just do a general passive-aggressive note? No. Neil Brennan will... You're dear absolutely Neil, right. It'd be a five-page You could thing. be... It's a two-year process of writing this. Oh, no. I have... A, I, dude, I already have my plan when I die. Like, if I die abruptly, that's one thing. I don't want to die that way. But if somebody said, you're going to die in four months, right? Oh, you should see. I'll get my revenge. That's another, that's another thing. I, uh, that Here's another thing. That Vengeful? Put, no. Revenge fantasies. Oh. I mean, that's Dude, part it's, and parcel of being like, a sore winner. I know, but it's like I had to stop doing it. Because I would lay in bed and go, you know, this is what I would do to Neil, you know, if I made it. You know what I call it? What? Call it prevenge. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Revenge fantasy yeah, yeah, that, yeah. Uh, for things that they haven't done yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you're already, already fucking doing retaliating the yeah, yeah, yeah. on a thing that they didn't do. Yeah. Why do you think we do that? I don't know, man. Like, there's like, this is so funny because, all right, I'm going to tell you something. So, when I was an open micer in San Diego, yeah. right? You know Darren Carter, the party yeah, starter? Party starter. So, Darren I used Carter, to call myself Party End and Neil Brennan. <laughs> Right, but Darren Carter, the 1995, mm -hmm. in 1995, Darren Carter, the party star, was a doorman at the La Jolla Comedy mm -hmm. Store, right? And I, I was an open micer, and one day he goes, "Hey man, so um, you know, there's a there's a show Friday night, you know, I me mean, at a at a coffee shop, um, maybe if I can try to get you in. I go, I'll meet you there. I meet him at the coffee shop. So there's this guy that runs a show. I want to say his name so bad. I will, I will. His name was Scott. Great. And then um, Darren goes up to, hey, Bobby's funny, right? And Scott goes, yeah, you do comedy? I go, yeah. He goes, well, you'll have to showcase. It was an open mic, by the way. Mm -hmm. He goes, you have to showcase. I go, do I go up now? He goes, no, after the show. He brings me to the parking lot. He leans against his car, and he makes me do my set. I'm an open micer, mind you, in the parking lot. It was so humiliating. I, whatever you got planned, I want to be a part of it. Already did it. Great. So... Many, many years later, this is probably maybe five years ago, whenever um, um, Paulie's sister died, Sandy. Uh -huh. So I knew that that dude would be at Sandy's. <laughs> I knew that that dude would be at Sandy's um, um, comedy store like night or whatever. Mm -hmm. What do you call it? Uh, awake. Uh, yeah, comedy store night. Comedy store. Yeah. And I knew he would be there. So I told Kalila, I go, get a tan and look as hot as fucking possible. Wow. We did a whole outfit thing. Where I wore, I wore like shades. You know what I mean? I had my fucking brand new fucking golden goose on. I, was, I looked dope, bro. And I remember walking, holding hands with Kalila. Kalila looked as hot as she's ever looked. Mm -hmm. And I saw the dude at the bar. And I don't know in my mind, I could have read it wrong. But I remember him glancing over and looking at me. He never said anything. He didn't say hello or anything. But I felt okay with that. As a prevenger. That sounds so gross that I even did that. No, it's great. That does sound gross? No. I, I mean, there are people... How do you live then? Here's, I, I had to do it. The, on, you know what we do on this show? What? We shame shame. <laughs> That's what I'm doing, shame shaming. Huh? Yeah, we're shaming oh, shame. shame. We're shaming. shaming our own shame. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm shame shaming Take myself. your shame and shame it. All the right, shame. all right. You've this never done anything like that? Bobby, I... 
I've never told a girlfriend to get a tan, but I'll tell you, <laughs> here's, here's how dumb most of our fantasies are. Yeah. After Half-Baked, I was supposed to write a movie with Jim Brewer and Tracy Morgan. I was writing a movie with Jim Brewer and Tracy Morgan. And I'm 23, 24, movie's not out yet. I'm writing a movie. Blah, blah, blah. And uh, I'm right with Brewer and Tracy. It's not going great. I'm sort of like over. I'm just being shitty. I'm probably not that good a writer. Whatever. Brewer gets me fired. Okay. This is in 1998. I love it. So this happens in 1998. This is the first time I've been fired. Half-Baked didn't do well. I'm like reeling. Am I going to be able to be a writer without Dave? Like reeling from this. Spinning out. And I end up writing with other, whatever that part is fine, but I'm fucking furious with Brewer, right? Like fuck him forever, right? Yeah. In Montreal, where most things horrible things happen, <laughs> this is 2014, 2015. Yeah. Uh, which is 17 years later, 16, whatever. Yeah. A long and I've Brewer did Chappelle show one time, and I was just kind of like, sort of tight, right? And then I see him at Montreal. Yeah. And I'm on an elevator with him. I'm tight. I see Tom Papa later that day. And he's like, hey, you all right? And I'm like, yeah. And, he, and I go, why? And he goes, I saw Brewer. And he said you were really tight with him. You just got tight on the elevator. And I yeah. was like, yeah, of course I'd be tight. Yeah. So, and he's like, well, why don't you like, he's like, talk to him. It's Brewer. Like, you've known him forever. It's whatever. And so I'm like, yeah, all right. I'll talk to him. <laughs> and I go talk to him. And I go, He's like, why were you so tight? And I was like, or why were you so cold? And I was like, Bert, you got me fired from a movie. Yeah. In 1998. Like, <laughs> it was a huge, a Universal Studios movie. Yeah. And he's like, I did? I was like, yeah. And he's like, I have no memory of that whatsoever. So I'm playing out this revenge fantasy. Still, the yes. revenge needed to happen <laughs> just because he didn't remember you had to fulfill your destiny all right i'm on your side on this you sh you you should have been cold and that you did the right thing i don't think you learned the right lesson from this bobby it doesn't matter i'm on your side on that he needs to pay it's got you are 100 percent korean <laughs> Because this just got real career. Just because he forgot? But I, my point is, you I'm, remember. Live, I'm like defined by a thing. It's like if Hitler forgot he killed even, six million Jews. I don't care. You did it. That wasn't even an issue. Like, he doesn't even remember doing. I immediately, for, like, di beyond forgave him, I just saw it as, like, the stupidity of me, like, the amount of bile that's being created in my body. No, 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 no. You think it's worthwhile? It was so worthwhile. Yeah. And you know what? I'm glad you had the conversation later, but that, I don't know how long that took, maybe a day or whatever before the elevator and you actually talked to him. How long was that? A day, maybe. Maybe a day, right? Yeah. That day, he deserved that day. I don't think he cared. No, he did because he's like, how come you were cold? Because if Tom Papa, listen to look at my elevator. You're in an elevator, right? If a random, not not that Tom's random, but if a guy observes the coldness, that means no. You, Brewer told him about it. 
Oh, so he wasn't in the elevator. No, Brewer okay, was like, Brewer, Neil was, so, he, right, so it, Bre- he noticed. So if Brewer noticed, yeah. right? I respect you, man. That but was what really about good. the idea that like, maybe he was right to fire me or get me fired to your thing of like, not having me on the podcast because I wasn't a good podcast. You know what I mean? Like I, to me, and this is, I just saw. No, it no, as, no, no, that's not right. Okay. Because, because no, what should he have done? That's not if he that. didn't like it. If no, he didn't like but working it's also with also your Neil Brennan. I wasn't then, but you were always. That's we forget about that. We forget about that. You listen, listen, okay. Not Spider Man because he got bit by the spider, so he wasn't always Spider Man, right? Mm-hmm. But Superman was always Superman, right? Even as a kid, don't fuck with him. He wasn't wearing the cape. He didn't have the fucking thing. He didn't know. You didn't even know who he was, right? But you know what I mean. Don't fuck with Superman. You have every right to be mad. You're a human being, dude. Yeah. And your feelings are your feelings. Yeah. Okay. And if you want to be cold to a dude, be cold to the dude. And this is recovered. What? This is Bobby's recovery. No, you're right, though. I was a lot. I should have been hurt. I should have yeah, been not, mad. I, I should have been. a sinister dude, bro. No, I know you're not sinister. Right? But I'm saying, like, you know, there was, I'll be honest, there was a guy at Mad TV who was a producer, and he would outwardly say that he doesn't think I'm funny. Right. In front of you almost? Yeah. And you could tell that he didn't write for me or anything like yeah. that, right? And didn't campaign for me. And then over the f- couple of years, I was kind of just weird with the guy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I wouldn't... In fact, I talked about him in a magazine. He got mad because I mentioned his name on a magazine or whatever. And then four years later, he was writing for me. Great shit. You know what I mean? We became friends. I love the guy. But my point is, is that I had every right to fucking feel the way I felt. Yeah. Okay? Yep. And you had every right to be mad at him. Yep. Thank you. Maybe we do the logo. <laughs> <laughs>